How well do you know the people around you? Is there anyone in your life or anyone that you've ever known that you have that iffy feeling about? Kind of a, if so-and-so got caught doing this, I wouldn't be surprised situation. And what would you do if you heard police asking about a criminal that sounded just like that person? Would you speak up and share the news or just dismiss it, assuming that it must be someone else? What would you do if police asked you to your face? My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the abduction and murder of Leanne Tiernan, a 16-year-old girl who was abducted while out shopping with friends in 2000 and wasn't found until almost a year later. Leanne Tiernan was a young girl living in West Yorkshire in England. But on the day of her disappearance, she was a girl on a mission. The day was November 26th, and she was out on a shopping trip with her friend. This wasn't just any old shopping trip, though. The girls were Christmas shopping, and this fact actually kind of stuck out to me. At the age of 16, I feel like a lot of us aren't the most responsible. I mean, when I was 16, I got highlights and dyed the underside of my hair black. On my 16th birthday, I knocked over a glass of sparkling grape juice on a white carpet. And a white rug. But Leanne and her bestie were out shopping for Christmas presents a full month early. And from what I could find, Leanne seemed like a pretty responsible girl. Maybe that was what really tipped her parents off to the fact that something was wrong. After the shopping was done, Leanne's friend made it home. But Leanne didn't. As more time passed, her mother grew less and less happy with her daughter's delay. She tried calling Leanne, but she couldn't get through. Leanne wasn't answering, and a little over an hour later, her mother decided to call the police. If there's something about this case that strikes me, it's the fact that police seemed incredibly committed to finding Leanne. A lot of the time when teenagers and young adults go missing, police generally assume they just ran off. In this case, police went out and knocked on over a thousand doors in the area, obtained over a hundred DNA samples, and executed a dozen search warrants while hoping to find her. As is common with missing persons cases, police received a bunch of tips and sightings. As far as I can tell, this happens with literally every case of this nature. Unfortunately, a lot of us look alike, and that means that a lot of people might think that they saw a missing person when they didn't. And then there's the pranks. The random tips. The nosy neighbors that are staring out the window thinking that they've just solved a high-profile crime from the comfort of their couch. But none of the reports that police received did anything but muddle the water further. 
Leanne's family waited for news. Hopefully good news, but any news, really. And then news came. It just wasn't good. Leanne was discovered by a man out in the woods, and we've heard this kind of discovery story before. A man was out with his dogs, enjoying a lovely stroll through the woods, and it was during this stroll that they stumbled across the remains of a teenage girl. Now, I know that I picked this niche, and as we all know, I'm still growing into it, but I just keep ending up surprised by the common themes that show up in these cases. How many people are just taking their dogs out and then end up finding something truly terrible like this? You know, this morning, I was walking my dog and I saw a rabbit that had been ripped into. And you know what? I felt bad for the rabbit. But at least I have the luxury of thinking... Well, it's just nature doing what nature does. But if I stumbled across human remains while out for a walk through the forest, I think I'd need a minute to get over that one. I mean, you guys would all hear about it first, but I feel like I would just have to take a step back and possibly get a dog walker. I don't know. After the horrifying discovery was made, police arrived. And what they found was disturbing. Basically, Leanne was tied up and wrapped up in trash bags and a blanket. You know, like killers do. And there was one interesting detail that would be the start of her killer's downfall. But there was also something more pressing and more disturbing at first. It appeared that someone had kept Leanne in a refrigerator or freezer for quite a while. Likely as a trophy or to throw police off the scent before dumping her body. She was still wearing most of what she was last seen in. And this is where it gets interesting. That strange piece of evidence? Well, some of the bags and blankets were held in place with a distinct-looking dog collar. Police decided to pursue the collar, where they were able to trace it back to the actual creator. The business informed police that they had sold three of them in the area. One of those people was likely Leanne's killer, but they still had more work to do. Realizing that they would need DNA evidence, experts identified and built a profile for a piece of hair discovered on Leanne's body. They had this information at the ready, so when they began to explore their options, all they needed was a DNA sample to compare. But they actually didn't stop there. They also took some of the dog fur found with Leanne and built a profile for that dog. Yes, In all of the miracles that science can offer, someone learned how to make a DNA profile for a dog. I'm going to be honest, I would have given anything to be on the team of people building this DNA profile on dog fur. 
especially because it really did play a role when it came to closing the case. But that isn't the only thing working against this criminal. So let's discuss Leanne's killer. John Taylor was a man in his 40s working in parcel delivery. He was known for his reputation involving pets. This guy owned a lot of pets of all different kinds, and he actually sold pet food on the side. He was known by his neighbors and those close to him as a poacher, which I found to be pretty strange, independently of just being somebody who casually knew somebody who enjoyed poaching, but for all of his love of animals, he apparently didn't care about slipping out into the woods for some illegal hunting. The hunting that he sometimes did in the woods where Leanne was found. Police knew that Taylor was their guy, but they didn't stop the investigation there. They did not want to risk him getting away. They actually went on to look through his phone records knowing he was on a dating site, and used this information to make connections with women who dated him. And guys, these women did not have anything good to say. According to them, Taylor had a fixation with bondage, and it wasn't exactly run-of-the-mill BDSM stuff. We all have our tastes, but... Taylor's tastes were less about consensual fun and more about fear and control. In fact, one of his girlfriends actually broke up with him because he kept pushing further and further to create scenes like he was raping her. Like if he could just make it seem real enough, she would feel it and that was what he was going for. Another woman broke up with him because he expressed an interest in tying up her daughter for sex. So, this was a twisted guy. Overall, Taylor expressed a sexual need for violence towards women. And that was when the really interesting details came out. One of the women explained how he liked to tie her up with zip ties, and this caught police's attention. Leanne had been tied up with zip ties. When the ex-girlfriend demonstrated how he tied her up, they noted immediately that it was the exact same state that they found Leanne's body in. Details that were not available to the public. Police arrested Taylor and went to work looking through his property where they found even more damning evidence against him. During his interviews, Taylor admitted his own guilt, claiming that he was taken over by an extreme impulse that he couldn't control. The descriptions are pretty disturbing and almost make it sound like Taylor is saying something else possessed his body when he grabbed Leanne, tied her up, and abducted her. He told police that he killed her by accident during an altercation, but police actually have another theory. They think that Leanne might have made it out alive if she hadn't accidentally seen his face and this would be proven more likely later. It's possible that he killed her just to avoid being identified. 
The courts don't believe that he just happened to be hit with some random urge either. They think that he waited in the area for a vulnerable young girl to walk by, and then he decided to strike. In the end, for this crime, Taylor was sentenced to prison with a minimum request of 30 years being put in place, as he was deemed an obvious risk to society. And then, more convictions came. Now that police knew his MO and had his DNA, they decided to start researching. This opened the way for them to charge him with additional rape charges, and there is a widespread belief that he likely committed more sexual crimes and more murders. From what we can tell, the women who made it out didn't see his face. Down the line, it is very possible that he will be linked to more cold cases. I definitely hope that more families will receive this kind of closure if he can be linked to their cases, but it's horrifying to consider the fact that there might be more to his already extensive and violent crimes. I think that this case is a stark reminder that we never know who is truly close to us until they get closer. And even then, you might learn more about him in the news than you thought you knew. When asked, his neighbors and those who knew him said that he was a nice guy. He was someone that you could trust. His girlfriends and ex-wife knew the truth, but even they didn't seem to know the extent of it. Sure, they left for their reasons and no doubt thought that something was definitely wrong with him. But even they likely didn't know what he was actually capable of in the end. I can say for sure that all of the women who knew him are probably glad to have made it out with their lives. Unfortunately, Leanne did not receive that same luxury. But if nothing else, her killer was brought to justice. If you want to talk about shopping for presents for any holiday, or the fascinating subject of doggy DNA profiling, feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at that pod. And hey, keep an eye out for some upcoming announcements too. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.